0: one two three let's do it uh welcome guys to the liam forsyth show um a new podcast i'm starting this is actually gonna be episode one um it's currently six forty-two a.m um i'm sitting at my kitchen table i have a cup of coffee here so don't mind i hope you guys don't hear me sipping away but I'm going to take a sip every now and then just because it's pretty early. Um, I just finished running. But um, essentially the reason why I'm doing this podcast is, uh, or why I guess I started this, this this series of podcasts that we're going to be doing, um, is I kind of want to share everything that I'm learning on my, uh, I guess you could say, journey. My, my journey of growth and kind of my journey through life. Um, and anything like that I kind of find valuable. So essentially what I'm doing... Is every single morning I'm gonna kind of go over some of the notes I took from the day before, to one kind of solidify it in my mind, but also because I think some of this stuff is really pretty crucial and important. Um, today, what we're gonna be talking about is I recently uh, I recently purchased um, a, a lot of actually courses online. One of them being uh, the 67 Steps by Ty Lopez, and uh, guys, honestly. If there's one course that I've ever taken online, if there's one course I think that you you should honestly invest money in, and you know I'm not like affiliating this and not getting paid or anything, obviously, uh, it's gonna be Ty Lopez 67 Steps. I've gone through like two steps so far, honestly, and it's just, it's just so much value in two steps. Like those two steps alone are worth uh, like $500, I think. Um, and the mindset change that at least I went through. Um, and today, actually, we're going to kind of go over what I learned from step two. Um, I, and obviously, this is this guy's course. Like I'm not going to kind of divulge all the details and examples and everything that he goes through. Um, but I'm going to essentially go over exactly what I learned from it and and how, how I'm going to apply this into my life. And hopefully, it'll kind of help you guys. And the, the big thing about step two was um, adaption, right? So change is the, is the basic law of nature. Um, something that um, he kind of goes over, and I think it, it makes sense, is it's not the most intellectual or the strongest people that survive, but it's the species that can best adapt to the environment that changes around it, right? Um, and a good example is, like, um, you know, if you if you think of, like, your high school class, if you look at someone like the valedictorian, um it 's pretty rare that they 're going to end up being the most successful person in uh in that high school same thing if like uh you know it, or like the the superstar athlete it 's pretty rare that they are the, the most successful person it's a lot of the time it 's the person um, that adapts to to their surrounding and their environment um, as they progress through life and um a big point that i pulled from that is is oftentimes right we, we wait too long to change. And this is something that kind of goes over as well. That the longer it takes you to change, the longer it's going to take you to uh, kind of progress towards your goals, right? Because the only way we can get towards our goals is to change, um, exit our comfort zone, things like this, right? Um, and it, this can kind of apply to anything, right? Not just in the financial sense. But this also applies, you know, in the, uh, like... Well, financially, obviously, but in, in like your relationships in life and, and health and wellness, um, and it's a big thing. A big thing about your mindset is it's okay to change. Um, a, a good thing you want to have you ever been in a job um, or a relationship that's lasted too long? Um, I know I, this has happened to me plenty of times. I used to work in, a, I used to work in a call center, and literally within the first week, I was like, "Wow, this job! I do not like this job at all. I was miserable." Um, I was really dreading going to work and by dreading going to work, I actually showed up late every day. Um, you know, I took a little bit extra longer time on my lunch breaks, um, cause I just really didn't, I didn't want to be there. Um, and it just took me so long to change really what I should have done is as soon as I, I started to see this pattern and notice it, I should have, I should have quit like right away and got a new job, but I waited and waited and waited. Um, Eventually, I did get out of that job. um, But I think it took a little too long. Um, Another example, right? Like, let's say if you're in a relationship um, and, you know, you start to notice some things that maybe you're not a fan of, you don't like. Um, Let's say, you know, this person, maybe this person, a big one for me is is truthfulness. So so let's let's use that as an example. Let's say you're in a relationship and this person that you're with isn't 100% truthful. Um, now you can either ignore that, ignore the signs, not change, or you can see that as a sign. Say, well, this is kind of something I value. Um, and by change, like it doesn't necessarily mean end the relationship, right? But it's definitely something that you have to talk about. You can't just ignore that. Uh, communication is pretty key in relationships as well as trust, right? Um, so it's not it's not just about like instant change right away, but it's it's about noticing the change right, or noticing when it's time to change and take action on that, um, and kind of getting out of this black and white mentality, where, um, you know, not everything is black and white, good and bad, right and wrong, um, now, of course, morally, like, th- there's some morals there, right, I mean, like, you know, I'd, you should always tell the truth, obviously, killing people, like, mur- like there's some stuff that, that is is obviously wrong, like, if you, like, murder someone cold blood, I'd... <laughs> That's obviously wrong i don't i don't think many people would argue against that, but there are things uh, pretty much everything else is it's not black and white um, a good exa- an easy example to think of is diet um, there's uh, how many diets are there out there, guys like probably what i'm sure I could pull up my phone right now and find fifty fifty diets that are different diets that people run through um, now. It's pretty easy to just say. Well, it's not easy actually to to kind of go through and look look at a diet and pick one. So what a lot of people do is they they end up picking a diet and they stick with it for let's let's say they stick for, with it for two years, um, and they start to get into this mentality. I actually noticed myself getting in this mentality. I was on a vegan diet. Well, I still am technically, um, but and you get in this mentality where it's like this is the only diet this is the diet that works like if you don't do this diet you you are not being as healthy as possible um but in actuality you know the way the way that health and nutrition works especially if you look at something like the um I live in Canada so Canada has like a nutritional um guidelines they don't they don't personalize that to each person right they essentially what they do is they they just take an average person the the average and then they they say this is what you need to to consume in a day, so that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that it applies to you. I mean, everybody's a little different, right? And everyone has different requirements. So, and as we start to move out of this black and white mindset, right? And we start to become more open. Um, a big thing is is, is um, experimentation and experimenting, um, and it's something that I notice that I'm not doing enough of personally. Um, I've been vegan for two years, almost three years, and um, I've never ever experimented with any other diet. And I don't, I don't know if vegan is honestly the best diet for me. Um, so I think that's something that I'm probably gonna finish this month. It's, it's currently the date today is December twelfth, so I'll probably finish December um, going vegan, but then. I think maybe in the new year, January 1st, I might try a new diet out and uh, see where that takes me. Try that for three months because uh, I think that's important too to kind of adapt and, and pull in this, uh, this experimental mindset, right? Because um, uh, like we kind of went over before, over time, it's not the, the most intellectual or the strongest species that survive but it's the species that changes and adapts with their environment, right? So, and th- th- that's a good thing to keep in mind too. Like maybe something that works for you now or worked for you in the past isn't necessarily working for you now. And it's important to kind of keep track of that and follow that, right? Um, you know, logging what you eat takes about two minutes. <laughs> it adds about two minutes onto your meal prep time and it makes a huge difference, right? To be able to look back and see exactly what you've been eating throughout the day. Um, and, and kind of run from that, right, and, and learn from that, um, so I think that's important, I, I don't think your values should necessarily, I mean obviously you have certain values, there's certain moral values, right, but you shouldn't think of things as set in stone, black and white, um, I think it's important to challenge your thoughts, challenge your values pretty often, question yourself, um, a good thing that uh, kind of Ty talked about in the in this course right is it if you want to know the truth ask yourself why three times why am I doing this um, and then you say okay and then why and then you think about it some more you, you get another answer and you say why um, to give you guys an example we'll go we'll go with me personally again we'll say vegan right I was a vegan so a big question I have to ask myself why, why did I start becoming vegan um, and I kind of look back and I think about the first day uh, that I was a vegan, that I turned vegan, and I watched a documentary. And this documentary essentially, it told it, it said that you know there's there's a lot of negative effects of eating meat. There's lots of uh, chemicals, uh, I guess uh, carcinogenic. It's, it said meat caused cancer, different things like this, and and so I was I was like, okay, it's obviously healthy to um, switch over. So then. Kinda, I kind of ask myself, well, is it the most healthy way? Because uh, obviously, factory farming—that's not healthy at all. But if you were to, let's say, live on a farm and you were to raise the, the food yourself, is that, is that really—is it really bad for you? I guess is the big question. And to be honest, I don't know. I'm not—I'm <laughs> not a nutrition expert, right? I didn't. And I think back, and I'm like, wow, I really—I watched one movie, and I made a decision to, to change <laughs> to change my life completely for two years and it's kind of, it's honestly kind of silly when you, when I think back about it, um, I was reflecting about that and I was like, wow, I can't, I, that's a pretty big, like a, your diet's a pretty big decision and then to change it based off pretty much no research at all of my own, just kind of trusting a, a Netflix movie seems kind of silly, um, so that's kind of, a, 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 I guess an example of asking yourself why you do something and then... Um, not thinking in this black and white right and wrong mentality you know like some people another example would be uh, you know let's say you do some, you you, you execute on a plan differently than uh, let's say your business partner you guys you let's say you guys are, are working on an online marketing campaign um, and you know your business partner picks one ad you, you and you create another ad well they're not necessarily right or wrong, right? There's not a right ad or a wrong ad. I, I think the best thing to do is you have to just kind of experiment. And as long as your experiment moves you towards your, your end goal, I, I don't really see how you fail in that, right? Um, it doesn't really make sense for you to fail. If you, as long as you continue to experiment and continue to work towards, I guess, whatever your end goal is, you, is I mean, are you really failing? You're, you're just learning and experimenting. Um, a, a good example I think of is, is Ray Kroc. Um, if you haven't read Grinding It Out, it's, it's a very good book. I, it's one of my favorites on it that I've read this year. Um, and essentially Rick Rock was very old when he discovered McDonald's. He failed a lot. <laughs> he failed a lot. He, well, he didn't fail. He experimented, right? See, oh, there I caught myself again. Um, see, it takes time to kind of adjust this mindset and get, get back into it. Um, but yeah, no. It, he he experimented a lot. He did a lot of experiments, a lot of different tries. You know, he he sold milkshakes, which eventually actually led to McDonald's, the milkshake mixer. I don't know if you guys, if you read that book, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He sold he sold paper cups. You know, he uh, you know he had he had a couple mar- he had a marriage that, that didn't end up lasting. Right, he experimented in his relationships. Um, so it's kind of it, it's interesting in that aspect, and it's kind of hard. Um, you know, if you think of things in black and white, then you, you end up judging yourself pretty harshly. You, you know, I'm a failure. Oh, I failed. I failed. But it's not really like that, right? You didn't really fail. You, you experimented. You tried something. And let's say it didn't, it didn't necessarily work as planned, right? Like Thomas Edison, everyone knows, has heard this before. You know, Thomas Edison, 10,000 attempts to make the light bulb. Well, he didn't fail 10,000 times. He had 10,000 different experiments. And one of them led to the light bulb. He figured out how to make the light bulb. He figured out how not to make the light bulb now nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine times, and then he figured out the one time how to actually create the light bulb, and it all it all worked out right. Um, I'm just kind of looking through my notes here to see exactly. Yeah, and the, and really what what that comes down to. This is an interesting one too. Is not being in love with your own idea, right? Maybe like you know you have an idea. It doesn't have to be set in stone. it's just an idea. You should work and develop on that, and especially when you take other people's opinions into in, into consideration um, you don't want to be so set in stone on your idea that you're not listening to others, right I think that's pretty important as well. You want to uh you want to be adaptable, you want to be able to change because if you're not you're not if you're not changing or adapting, you're going to get caught in the past, right? We do things differently now in the 21st century um, than when we did things in the 18th or the 19th century. So if you're still doing things like we did in the 18th and the 19th century, buddy, we're in the 21st century. Like You're falling behind, right? And I think that's kind of something pretty interesting that we need to think about as well. Um, It's not just, you know, you have an idea that your idea isn't set in stone. Chances are your idea is pretty, it's are your idea is not perfect. Um, and, and that's important too. It's important to be able to recognize the signs of that too. And, um, when you when notice the signs, like in, in, uh, with your ideas or in a relationship or, um, what's another one in a relation, let's say you're in your health, right? So let's say you're on a diet and you're, you're not losing weight. Your goal is to lose a hundred pounds. So you start this diet, you've done it for three months, um, you're working out every day, you're on the diet, and you're, you weigh the same. Well, something's not working there. And if you don't change, and you, you don't recognize that, you don't recognize those signs, I think three months, I think after the first month, if you didn't see a change in your in your weight, you probably messed up, right? Um, so I think in that case, right, you need to think about it and go, okay, well, I'm not losing weight. My goal is that I wanted to lose weight. I've tried this diet. It didn't work. Um, and I tried this workout program and it didn't work. So let's try and change one of those things and see if that works. So let's say we change our diet. Um, You change your diet, and uh, it works. Oh, awesome, awesome. That's great. Let's say your next thing up, you've been doing that for about three weeks, and you start to plateau. All right, well, let's, let's try changing the workout plan. Let's try changing your workout plan now. And same thing. So you start to You change your workout plan and let's say now you're instead of you're a hundred pounds away from your goal, now you're fifty. Right? So it's I think that's important too, is kind of adopting this mindset of of the world's changing around me. So if I do not change, then I'm actually just gonna be caught falling behind. Um and kind of adapting this mindset where it's not black and white, it's not yes or no, right and wrong, it's just experimenting. Um and you can't be afraid to try something new or a new method. Um, and if it doesn't work you just have to adapt you have to change because if you do don't change um, you, Nothing you're just gonna stay the same, right? So if you, what you're doing isn't getting your results Chances are it's not helping you out, right? Just taking a sip of coffee there Who um, a couple of other things here that I kind of wrote down is my notes from yesterday Um, don't think like the masses right you you don't want to be like every single other person maybe you do want to be like every single other person me personally I don't I don't want to I don't want to be the average Joe I don't want to be some person that kind of coasts through life right so if you think like the masses most people do think in this black and white yes or no mentality my way or the highway you hear that one a lot it's my way or the highway If that's what your boss says, do not work for that boss. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if your boss says it's my way or the highway, take the highway, buddy. <laughs> take the highway. Um, learn, Listen to what they have to say, obviously, because, I mean, they, they got to a position of power, a position of responsibility, so they definitely know a thing or two. But uh, if you think in extreme ideologies, that's not a stable strategy, right? It's the same thing of, as, uh, I like, I mean, I'm not a, a super... Po- political person I guess you could say I don't Politics is kind of a waste of time. It's in my opinion um, It's a lot of people that think they're right and think the other people are wrong and they don't really listen to each other But the truth is always in the middle somewhere, right? Um, But a good example is you can't be all the way right wing to the extreme um, in the same sense that you can't be all the way to the left wing in the extreme like in the political sense, right? That's not a stable strategy. I mean you see if you see, you see what happens when, like, let's say, you, you see something like communism and you take communism to the extreme and socialism to the extreme. Well, that doesn't work out very well. You see, you've seen that happen in societies. In the same instance, let's take the superpower like the USA, one of the strongest uh, countries in the world, one of the most powerful countries. They're pretty capitalistic, but they're not all the way capitalistic. They definitely have some socialistic aspects. Same thing with Canada where I live. We're not a complete capitalistic society. There's a bit of social, socialized systems in there. And you need that. You kind of need that a little bit to, to balance society. Life is a balancing act, right? Um, an equilibrium. If we're, if we're running at um, extreme ideologies both ways, it just doesn't work. So it's kind of the same concept there. So by, by not being extreme one way or extreme the other way, you, you end up um, kind of meeting in the middle and you have that adaptability mindset where you can listen to both points of view and kind of form something in that aspect, right? Um, you know, you have to respect others in their view and then demand that they respect you, right? If if someone's not not respecting your view, obviously that they're probably stuck in that right or wrong mindset as well. Which then then you have to, have to ask the questions to someone that. I really need to spend my time with because if you if your mindset is, you know, you need to be change, adaptable and change when necessary and this other person's stuck in this century old mindset of yes, no, right, wrong. Um, I mean, you guys are just different people at that point. And I'm not sure if that's really what you want um, at all. And it really the, the biggest thing, most, the reason why most people do that is they're just not tough. They're not tough enough to to kind of swallow their pride and just, just switch what they're doing, right? It happens a lot in relationships, right? Let's say um, you see a couple of, of signs to that. You really shouldn't be in that relationship anymore, but you aren't strong enough to leave it because you're scared of being, uh, I guess, being single or being alone. And what happens is you end up in this relationship where you're not happy at all. Um, I don't want to get too too personal on that. I mean, a relationship takes two people, but I definitely um, experienced a little bit of that as well As I uh, as I reflect on you know, my past relationships uh, and I think about kind of what I should have done differently and say, yeah, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely some signs there that I kind of ignored and part of that reason is I just wasn't very tough and I wasn't very strong to, uh, to say like, listen, this is not, like this is not okay, this is not what I believe. Um, So you kind of ignore it and you, you just kind of float by with it. But I mean, that's life lessons, right? It's kind of something that you learn as you go. Um, And that's why it's important that when you see those signs and you read those signs, that you act on it. Um, Now, you don't want to, at the same aspect of that, right? You don't want to act in extreme ways. Um, Like, let's say, okay, let's say you are in a relationship and they, they do something that's kind of against your values. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, right there, the relationship's done. That's not 100% what that means. It definitely means you should have a conversation. <laughs> it definitely means you should sit down and say, hey, listen, this is not... Uh, like the, let, Okay, let's, put, let's, let's find a, a specific example so we can really kind of dive in a bit. Let's take a sip and then here we'll, uh, we'll get at something specific. Um, okay, so something I value a lot. Honesty, truthfulness. So let's say you're in a relationship. And uh, the, your significant other, the, the person that you're in the relationship, lies to you. Now, the, I guess like, depending on the extremity of the lie, but let, let's say it's, it's, it's a simple lie. An extreme way to react to that is to, to end the relationship right there. You're done. Um, now, I don't, I don't think that's really a good way to go about things. Um, and another way to react to it is to ignore it. Also not the best way. I think the best way to approach it, um, and I'm not like a, I'm not like an expert or anything, this is just my personal opinion, um, is to actually talk about that. Um, sit down and say, hey, listen, one of the things I value the most is honesty and truthfulness. And you're not being truthful and you're not being honest, and this is something I value a lot, so we kind of need to work work something out here. And at that point, I mean, if the person, if that, at that point, if the person's like, no, like, I don't know, and, and continues to lie or be tr- dishonest, well, then you have to read the signs, man. Then you have to read the signs and kind of go with it. But it, it's just kind of something. That's just an example I kind of just thought of off, off the top of my head. But it's it's the same aspect. So you want to be able to adapt, but you don't want to be too extreme when you adapt. You don't, it, yeah, you don't want to be too extreme when you adapt. I think that's a good example. You want to, you want to read, how to change and then change as it's appropriate right because if you just start changing all the time you're never going to stick to anything and that's not a good way of taking it either you want to you want to be able to stick with something long enough to know whether it's working or not right Um, and I think the best way to do that is um, you want to experiment with lots of different things Um, you have a goal you have an end goal so let's, let's think of ways, you know, you want to experiment with a lot of different things. Um, and that way, you try a lot of different things and your life will be much more stable that way, right? You'll, you'll have a bunch of experimentation. You'll know exactly what you need. You'll be able to adapt towards that. I hope that makes sense. Um, I don't really have like a script for these. I'm just kind of literally like I'm reading over notes that I took. I always have a notebook. So uh, I'm just kind of reading over some notes that I took yesterday as like throughout the day and kind of things that I thought about. Um, yeah, so I think that's kind of interesting to you. Like You, don't, you don't want to be stuck in a certainty bias, right? You don't want, you have your own certainty bias and you, you know, when someone's really certain about something, typically you believe them. Now you don't want to be stuck in your own certainty bias because then you're, then you don't really know what you're doing, right? You you're you're so certain in yourself that you're not open to the change. Um but yeah, no, I think that's pretty much everything that um that I really I guess you could say learned yesterday in terms of um adaptability and change. I think it's pretty valuable. Uh, I think it's a really valuable skill honestly that that I wish I kind of knew sooner and earlier because you know, as I was kind of writing this down and going through it, it was like, wow, like that makes so much sense. <laughs> but um, I hope this was kind of a helpful, uh, this is the first, the first podcast too, the first episode of the Liam Forsyth show, which is kind of exciting, but um, I hope you found some value in what I was uh, kind of sharing with you guys. Um, let me know. So I guess you could always send me, uh, because podcasts, you can't really. Send messages, but you can always send me a message on, let's say, Instagram. Uh, Liam Forsythe, L-I-A-M-F-O-R-S-Y-T-H-E, E, two E's at the end. Don't forget it. Um, and make sure to, you know, comment, uh, leave a review if you like it. And kind of let me know what you guys think about this format. I, I'm kind of interested in it. I think this is kind of a nice way to, uh, well, not only solidify what I learned, but also share what I learned. It's kind of, Ty Lopez says, the rule of 33%. Um, so you want to spend 33% of your time and I kind of adapted this a little bit cause it's a little different, but you want to spend 33% of your time with mentors learning. Okay. So essentially what I, what I pull from it is you pull 33% of your time learning from others that kind of have, have accomplished what you want to accomplish. 33% of your time, um, with people that are kind of on your same level that are kind of work towards what you're trying to do. And then 33% of your time with people that, um, essentially that, that don't know what, what you're learning, that you can share with them. So if you guys didn't know um, didn't know any of this stuff, then I think, I think I could have hopefully provided a bit of value to you guys in your life. But yeah, no, I think we're going to end it off here. Um, if you guys made it this far in, then thank you very much for listening. Wow, we pulled in a, a half hour on the first run, pretty much 27 minutes. That's awesome. I'm very happy about that. Big step making the podcast. But yeah, no, guys, um, thanks again for listening. Make sure to drop a review. Um, Give it a rating, just not a one star, please. (laughs) You can give me two, just please not one. I'm begging you. (laughs) But yeah, no, thank you for your time, guys. Happy growing.